Howdy, 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 y'all. It's Corey and Travis with another episode of Americinda. I feel like I feel like we've done so many things since the last time we did a show. Uh, like came back from Europe. We have so many things to talk about in this episode that I made a list that I think will probably take three episodes worth of stuff to talk about. And then by the time we do those, we're going to have so many other things to talk about. I don't know how we're going to get it all fit in. I know. I feel like we've been really good about, uh, oh, this will be good to talk about on the show. This will be good to talk on the show. And then we're, talk- we're, we're planning it out like we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an upgrade to yeah. how we used to do things. Well, it's easier because now we actually have time to talk. It's not like trying to cram everything that we've ever done into a three to five minute segment of us uh, all drug addled and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, if it's if you just got three minutes to say shit, you can just kind of wing it, and it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, I feel like this way we really got to fi- figure out conversations for y'all to listen to, and for us just to enjoy doing this. Yeah. Well, and to that point, I put up uh, since I, we did an episode last about I think seven of our old episodes on Spotify, and I went back and listened to them, and they're kind of bad. Are they bad? I mean, a guy at the show last night told me he went back and listened to them all, and uh, he said they were good and he liked them, but I was like, really? I thought they were kind of bad. I feel like uh, we were getting our sea legs, and I feel like it was our only time to hang out when we did a lot of them. Uh, You know, it was our only time. Like, that was the only time I was cutting loose was, like, hanging out with you till 5 in the morning doing a radio show in the middle of the pandemic or whatever. It's weird. It only took us, like, 65 episodes to get kind of decent at it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're still learning. Yeah. We're still learning. But it was a big pain in the ass to uh, put those up. So, And uh, as I was doing it, I was like, you know what? I don't have the audio from as many shows as I thought I did. Oh, really? That's awesome. And, uh, you know, and it was also like more work than I thought it was going to be. And then after I figured out how to set up all my accounts with all the Spotify stuff, and I finally got that to go through after like many emails back and forth with them, they were like, oh, yeah, also, you can't use any of these monetization things if you put a single song in your episode. So I'm like, so we can't make money off of this podcast at all? And they're like, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, oh, sweet, awesome. I'm glad we figured this out now. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So if you got some ideas, Travis, of uh, how we can make some money off this thing, maybe uh, uh, – I'm at a loss. Maybe if you got uh, you know a, a buddy that owns like a, a brewery or something, they can slap their name on the show, and we'll not call it Americinda anymore. But like, weird. I do know a guy who owns a brewery. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah! I drank a lot of his beers last night on stage, and he was there. So yeah, maybe he'll you know throw us some bones. Yeah, uh, Hop and Sting presents Americinda with Corey mm-hmm. and Travis. That's not a long name at all. No, that's that's great. I, and you know, Hop and Sting's kind of like us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um and. Yeah. The uh, other thing with money is like, uh, I, I, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have enough of it. Yeah, the other thing with money is we don't have any. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the other thing, the other way to make money is uh, you know, a guy last night at the show is like, you know, I'm a big fan of your podcast. Here's 20 bucks. And it's like, that works too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can just send us money. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just come to the show and put a, a, a crisp 20 in our hand and it's like, that's fucking dope. Yeah, is there a uh, t- tip the podcasters thing on Spotify? Because there should be. Yeah. I'll just put a link up with each episode. Like, here's our PayPal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please help. We're dying. <laughs> desperately. Yeah, desperate, desperately. Man, we've, need money. we've made it this far in, and we haven't even said the theme of the show yet. I think oh, that wow. happens a lot to us. But yeah. uh, this is the wrestling theme show. This is the one I, I wrangled in because I'm a massive wrestling fan. Yeah, I was talking to a guy last night who really liked our uh, podcast, who was at the show, and uh, 
I told him it was about wrestling. He's like, oh, I'm so excited. He couldn't he couldn't wait. He's like, I'm gonna nerd out on that one. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much wrestling we're gonna talk about, but there'll be a lot of songs about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, we got about four or five little short little wrestling stories I want to share, uh, yeah. which this guy probably knows all of because they're pretty surface level stories. But I mean, you've got some good ones from being at uh, matches and stuff. Yeah. And um, so that first song we heard, Big Show uh, theme, that was his walking out music. And we're going to have a lot of wrestling entrance music this week, uh, mostly from the AEW side because they license actual songs a lot of times for their wrestlers. And WWE is reluctant to pay for that shit. And they'll just have an in-house guy uh, compose a bunch of shit. So it's hard for them to get... Except for, like, Ronda Rousey. She's got the Joan Jett song. Most of them don't do that. How much do you think they underpay the guy who writes those songs? You know what? They had the same guy forever, uh, Jim Johnston. Uh, I don't know. He was there 20, 25, I don't a long time. Uh, they, they, he, they fired him maybe, gosh, two, three, four years ago, like, fairly recently. Uh, like, the music's just, like, tanked since really? then. Like, I, it's been so bad since he's left. That's awesome. I mean, I know a lot of those guys probably don't make a whole lot of money, like, uh, this is different, but I was talking to the organ player for the Boston Red Sox who you met, and I was like, yeah, so, like, you know, this was kind of rude, but, like, is that your only job? Or, like, he's like, fuck no, man. Like, I mean, like, 17K in a whole baseball season. And I was like, I mean, do it because you love it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same spot, I guess. Yeah, but you do, like, a, well, I guess that's true. You do, like, 150 shows. He does, like, 80. 81. 81. 81. <laughs> yeah, 81. So, like. I get it, and plus it's only six months out of the year, yeah. so... He's kind of making double what you're making. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I need to get off this train. <laughs> was a funny uh, story about that Big Show theme. was uh, So a couple months ago, we were on tour with Joshua Ray Walker. I had to, had to say it real slow. I always yeah, I fumble over that. that one. I saw that. I saw you think about it. <laughs> and we come out with an entrance song every night, um, which is Urban Struggle by the Vandals, and it pumps us up backstage, and we're all high-fiving, and then we walk out right on cue, and it's the crowd's going, and halfway through the tour, we notice he just never did it, and we're like, uh, Josh, why don't you have entrance music? And he's just like, I've never just decided on any, and I've just never thought about it. And so I put a poll up on our, our Twitter account, and I was like, what should Josh Walker's entrance music be? And I put like four or five choices on there, but they were all like really bad choices intentionally. Yeah, Josh was like, what are these, Corey? <laughs> these are jokes. <laughs> yeah, they were all jokes. And uh, I was like, whatever one happens, you have to do it. And he's like, all right. And then so what one was uh, TNT by, no, it was Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck. by uh, ACDC. And, you know, when you, in principle, when you first start listening, you're like, damn, this does get me going. This is really good entrance music. It's got that vibe. But there's not, like, a good spot to, like, walk out to. It's so goofy, <laughs> And so we were backstage the first... They didn't, like, really plan when they were going to walk out. Their entrance music hits, and they're all standing by the door like, okay, now... No, not now. Okay, now? And then Josh was like, okay, in the second verse, they say Texas as one of the lyrics, and then we'll walk out all together, and everybody will know what we're doing. And then we're like three minutes in, he goes, maybe Texas was farther back in the song than I remember. It was like, it was so funny because the song started and everyone was like, woo! 
And then, yeah, like three minutes in, nobody's doing anything anymore. And they're like, when is this part happening? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know when to walk out. So they walked out super just like, eep, dee, doo. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty rough and it was pretty fucking funny. And uh, it was all my fault and I felt so bad. I was just sitting back there, watched them wait to walk out. I don't think, I was like, I think you guys are missing it. I think y'all maybe go now. Oh, no. Okay, maybe go now. <laughs> So another guy on our Twitter, and it wasn't in part of the poll, but just suggested, hey, why don't they walk out to the Big Show's entrance theme? And then Josh liked that idea. So the night after that, they walked out to that song, and it crushed. So he was right. What show was that? Uh, Chicago. Man, I, maybe I missed that somehow because that's awesome. Yeah, they, they actually did it, and it was perfect. Yeah, did he walk through that side door or through the front? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think I saw. I don't think I saw. I know we walked through the front and through the back, and it uh-huh. took. We were just fighting through the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. I gotta go do my job. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, I'm supposed to be up there right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to cut in front of you. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I do. You're you're gonna watch me for an hour. <laughs> um. So we got a bunch more wrestling entrance musics queued up for you here. The first one I got is Ruby Soho by Rancid. And there's a good story of how she got that interest music, and I'll tell it in the next break, I think, because we've been going kind of a while yeah, now. Well, I'm excited to hear it. Cool. Let's go. Yeah. All right. I feel like that was a pretty good block of songs. I know you have a, a story about uh, old Ruby Soho you were trying to tell, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was three interest musics there. The X song we just heard was uh, John Moxley's entrance before that. Uh, the Joan Jett song that was Ronda Rousey's entrance. But yes, the Ruby Soho entrance. I think around the time that uh, Jim Johnston, the composer of all these entrances, got fired, uh, same time, or maybe this happened a little later, uh, there was a wrestler in WWE called Ruby Riot, and she got fired. And they fired like a bunch of wrestlers at the same time. It was just all like budget cut reasons. We're trying to cut back on the roster or whatever. And she posted on... Twitter, like, I don't know what I'm going to do next or where, where I'm going to go. Or, like, and also, I can't use my Ruby Riot name because it was trademarked by WWE and they own it. And the name I used before WWE, like, I hate. I never liked some other, like, indie promoter made me have it. And, like, I've never liked it. So, like, I just don't have a name anymore. And that same day, uh, Lars Fredrickson from uh, Rancid hit her up on Twitter because he's a massive wrestling fan. If His account is just all, like, obscure Japanese matches he's watching and shit. Like, Weird. he's a massive <laughs> wrestling fan. So he hits her up and he says, hey, would you like uh, to just be called Ruby Soho after our song? And would you like for our, your entrance music to be our song, Ruby Soho? And she's like, is this a fucking joke? Like, I would... <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs ever. I would, of course, love that. Uh... Tell me you're not pulling my leg right now. And he says, no, I'm a massive fan of yours. I'm going to talk to our lawyers to make sure we can just give it to you for free and not have, you don't have to license it from us. That's awesome. What a cool, what a cool fucking move. <laughs> yeah. So he gave her her name and her song. And then there was a pay-per-view a while back, and the Rancid came and performed on the ramp, and then she walked down. Oh, uh, how sick. <laughs> so fucking so cool. So cool. <laughs> damn, I'd do that. I and was... after that, I was like, damn, we need to play on a ramp while yeah, a wrestler walks yeah, past us. I was just thinking, <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Oh, my God. I'm like, why are there six people up there, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a whole uh, a whole uh, tag team of yeah, yeah. <laughs> a whole uh, stable. I'd do, of... I'd do it also if I could be uh, be a wrestler too, right? Yeah. Like just fake wrestle some yeah. somebody like. Uh, just get hit or something. Just interfere, like grab a uh, grab an ankle, then throw uh, a chair in. Yeah, yeah, just something dumb, you know, <laughs> like like when a random wrestle will run in and do one little stupid fucking thing and then run away. Oh, he's open. Oh, who is that coming out of? The- <laughs> well, fuck. Like uh, during our show that we're playing tonight, there's a, actually a pay per view going on tonight uh, in Puerto Rico, WWE, and the singer Bad Bunny is the headlining wrestler, and he's gonna like do a street fight, like. Dang, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's wrestled for them a couple times before, and, like, they say he takes it super seriously, and he, like, trains for months, and, like... That's awesome, man. <laughs> How cool. So, Stranger things have happened. If I had the money, I'd train for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough wrestling stuff. Uh, you know, a big hit on the shows. every time we get stuck, we just start talking about food and then just go off. And I know we've yeah. got several food topics on the old topic wheel this week. What's a, a food that you want to get going on? Well, I mean, we were in Europe, and, man, there's so many, like, of the same places with different stuff. Uh, and, uh, like, the main things you'll see over there, really there's only, like, f- three or four. Like, there's Burger King, McDonald's, KFC, and Taco Bell. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like that's all I really saw. But um, they all have different menu items. Like, I got wings at Burger King. I got, like, plant-based nuggets at McDonald's one day. Heineken at the McDonald's. Yeah, the Heineken at the McDonald's was a fucking trip. But, like, by far the worst fucking thing I had uh, was it Taco Bell and Zaragoza. I didn't even go. I just showed up for Van Call, and Dustin handed me this fucking thing. was like, here you go. I was like, yeah, Taco Bell in Spain. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> and uh, I opened it. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this, man? And it was on their dessert menu, and it was a Kit Kat quesadilla. I shit you not. Literally, all it was was, like, a whole four bars of Kit Kat in a tortilla they had put on a panini press and melted, kind of. Like, for not nearly long enough. Oh, my God. It was so fucking gross. Like, and all the candy over there is way sweeter than it is here. So, like, it was a literal, like, torture to eat it. It was a... I don't know why I ate all of it. <laughs> I felt sick immediately after. And I posted a picture on our Twitter. I was like, these people aren't even trying. Like, it didn't even look like they put effort into making even how shitty it could have been. Like, it was literally just a candy bar stuck in a tortilla, folded over and melted for like 10 seconds. I just don't understand why they thought that was a good idea. Do something else to it. Do like, like break it up and put it in some ice cream or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, try something. Do something else. I needed a third ingredient. Yeah, like, maybe, oh my god, put it in a tortilla, but crumble it up and put something else on top. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. It was, oh my god, I'm still embarrassed that I ate all of it. Like, that's the most embarrassing thing. I finished it and I go, why did I just, why did I do, why did I fucking do that to myself? Disappointed in yourself. I was. While my wife is across the street in a delicious looking bakery buying delicious things, I'm just like, mmm, Taco Bell Kit Kat quesadilla. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nasty as fuck, man. I should have just thrown it on the ground where I got it. That was embarrassing. It was... Oh, dude. It was... Oh. I can't believe you... Did y'all both go to Taco Bell? We did. How was it? It was whatever. Not as good as here? No, but, like, it should have been. Because, like, they used less ingredients. Like, Trey was looking this up the other day. He said, uh, McDonald's, France, where we ate the... There, he's like... I looked on their thing. Their fries have three ingredients. It's potato, oil, and salt. 
And he said, I looked up the McDonald's America fries recipe and it's 12 ingredients. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure there's like tons of preservatives and like bullshit in there. Yeah. And honestly, the fries here are better. Right. But yeah. <laughs> just by those standards alone, like there should have been, you know, a little bit purer of ingredient or like nicer ingredient in yeah. the Taco Bell, but it was somehow just fine. I mean, I love, I do love over there the McDonald's and the Burger Kings all have like a curry sauce you can get, like for your chicken nuggets. Yeah. And then McDonald's had the, uh, what was what they call the sauce that was just ranch sauce? Oh, it was kind of a tartar sauce. It was like, oh, what do they call it? Creamy something. It's creamy. It was like something it was, pretty it was weird. Like, it was like McCreamy. Yeah, like which sounds fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost as embarrassing as that Kit Kat quesadilla was. We were in the green room, and uh, our writer had different meats and cheeses on it every night. And I walked over the uh, to the table to get the cheese and i just misread the label and i was like is that pig's milk is this does this cheese come from a pig's milk and then i read it again i was like oh no no sorry that was just regular cow cheese i just oh my god and then we sat down and we go pig cow close you know (laughs) then i sat down and go can you even make cheese out of pig milk and so we've gotten a 30-minute, like, wormhole of different animal milks on Wikipedia. It's so fucking gross to think about pig milk for some reason. I don't know why that grosses me out. I love pork. Like, I don't know why pig milk grosses me out. So this is something you didn't know that you wanted to know, but it is possible. I bet you've never even thought about pig milk. <laughs> it is possible to make cheese from pig's milk, but they don't do it for many reasons that it's impractical. One is that uh, they don't have equipment that is, it fits onto pig yeah, udders. You have to have tw- twelve a twelve teat <laughs> uh, sucker thing, right? Yeah. Like uh, another reason is that pigs get very angry when you try to milk them, and they only what shoot out milk for like fifteen seconds at a time or something. Yeah, whereas cows will shoot out milk for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's like w- w- it's just like impossible to get enough milk from a pig teat. Yeah, and then, like, with the cows, it's like, they shoot it out for 15 minutes, shoot it out. That's, a, that's how they do it. They just shoot it out. <laughs> just shoot it right out of there. <laughs> and then after, there's, like, a certain time where, like, you know, they, it takes them to recover, and then they can do 15 more minutes or whatever. But the pig, it's, like, 15 seconds, and then you wait for fucking ever, yeah. and then 15 more seconds. So, like, it's just not practical at all. I mean, here's the thing. I'd try it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd try it. And we also found out... Uh, about the most expensive cheese in the world. And what was that? It was called like Puli or Pule or something like that. P-U-L-E. But it's from these Balkan donkeys that are um, an endangered species. They only live in this one specific region in the Balkans. Well, what's weirder, donkey milk or pig milk? <laughs> pig milk, but I think. Speaking of, yeah. is there horse milk? <laughs> There's got to be horse milk. But the thing with these uh, donkeys, same thing. They don't produce milk for very long. It's hard to get it out. So like, and there's not very many of these donkeys. So it takes like 200 donkeys to make one thing of cheese. And so uh, each pound of this cheese is six hundred dollars. A lot of that's a lot of dollars. And then we were (laughs) in this wormhole of like, how much cheese do they make of this and what all? And we found an article where it was only like. 1,200 pounds a year or, like, maybe less than that. Like, it was was, next to nothing. So then we found this article where a few years ago, the tennis player, Novak Djokovic, bought the entire world's supply of this cheese so it was only available at this restaurant that he owned. 
I f- oh, it was for a restaurant? Because I was thinking, like, what the fuck is that dude doing buying that much fucking donkey cheese? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, you got, like, like, is he, like, a pervert? Like, what, what is that? It sounded so gross when you just said donkey cheese. Yeah. I mean. But I just now remembered the article kept calling it ass cheese. So I've got some of that right now. <laughs> That sounds way fucking worse. I've got that in abundance. <laughs> if you need to ask cheese, hit me up. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking donkey cheese, man. And now now that we're on that, d- what about, for real though, horse cheese? Because you eat, they eat horse meat all the fucking time in Spain and Italy, right? Yeah, in uh, France. And like, I kept looking for it and I just never could find it. So I, I was going to try to, I was going to eat some. I'm not going to lie. I saw one store in Chiari, Italy that was definitely a horse meat store and Rachel refused to let me go in. Yeah. The so, thing is I was looking for like cooked horse meat because I didn't have a way to cook it myself. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. it, it, it's got to be on some menu somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, I know my buddy had it, I think, in Japan at a sushi place. So I don't know if it was raw or not, but, like, he was like, I ate it on accident. It was pretty good, but, like... <laughs> I've heard from accident. a few people that I, I, you know, that have eaten it, they're like, it's pretty good. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like... like it's just a, like a lean like, meat. Like a venison or yeah. something. Like, that's what I would assume it's like. Um, I'm just ready for bull cheese. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get some bull cheese? Uh, speaking of rare foods, we got... Let's talk about one more rare food in this break before we oh, yeah. play some more wrestling songs. Uh, on that same run, we were on in dinner with our TM, Camille, from Poland. Oh, my gosh. And he was telling us about a type of liquor that they only make in is Poland, right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Poland. It, like, only – they only make it – there's only, like, this one place where they, they actually make it. Yeah, like, one – it was, like, one small region of Poland, too, and – because one of the ingredients is this one type of grass that only grows in this one small area of Poland. Yeah, and bison live there, and that's the only place in Poland that bison live. It's called, uh, well, he kept calling it bison piss vodka <laughs> because obviously you're eating grass that bison are peeing on, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's made out of this grass. It's only made there, and it's this greenish hue. And he had us going. I was like, Wait, it's made out of bison piss? Because now I gotta try this. <laughs> right? And then he's like, Well, no, it's made out of grass. And then I was like, Okay, well, I still wanna try it. And we haven't seen it. Um, and it was called Zabrauka, bison grass vodka. And I think we can get it at Total Wine. So. We might yeah, they definitely sell it in the States. We just haven't really looked that hard it's for not it yet. It's very expensive. I haven't been to a liquor store in a long time. Uh, yeah, same. I get free booze all the time. I'm not really at liquor stores. <laughs> You know, but I, I want to try this. I want to have some grass, bison grass piss, vodka, real real bad. I'm in. When you do it, I'll do it. Let's do it together. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do it on the show. Let's do that. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Okay, so let's uh, you know, I, I know we have another food thing we want to talk about. That let's not do it in the next break. Let's do it in the break after. So there's okay. We can split up our food takes, yeah, and yeah. you know, we don't want to wear people yeah, out you too don't much. You hear about our fat asses too much about <laughs> talking about food. You know, I'm not Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll play uh, some more wrestling uh, songs, and then maybe we'll come back and tell some pee pee poo poo stories. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, we just heard Man on the Moon by R.E.M., a song about Andy Kaufman and, you know, featured in the movie uh, Man on the Moon about I, Andy Kaufman. I like that movie. 
It was great. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was really good and interesting. I thought, was it Jim Carrey? Was yes. it? Yeah, he did a great job. And there's that documentary that came out uh, showing Jim Carrey's like behind the scenes like process of like becoming Andy Kaufman. Oh, he did it like he was him, right? Yeah. Like he just acted like him all the fucking time, all day. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody said it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. But it worked. Like the movie was fucking great, and he yeah. was amazing in it. And the soundtrack was awesome too. I remember watching it as a kid, and I I should really I feel like revisit it because I I don't feel like I've seen it since I was maybe a teenager, but I remember really liking it and. I remember growing up, my mom really listening to R.E.M. a whole lot, so it was yeah. cool to watch watch that movie. So Kaufman just got inducted into the celebrity wing of the uh, WWE Hall of Fame this year. I, in fact, I don't even know if it was celebrity wing. It might have just been actual fucking wrestling Why? wing. Because, so back in the day, he came and did a thing with uh, the Memphis Territory, and he was like wrestling like week after week after week with them while at the same time having the number one show on all of television and that was back when people kind of thought wrestling was real and so he wanted to be like hated and he really understood how the business worked and everything so like he his whole deal was like he would only wrestle women (laughs) and then he would just like kick their ass in like 30 seconds or whatever (laughs) what (laughs) what an asshole yeah and then so jerry the king lawler like was the kind of the king of that territory and him and Kaufman got into this feud that lasted months and months and months and months. And he, like, begged Jerry, like, can I come, just let me be a wrestler. Like, I just really want to try this thing. I've been a fan since I was a kid. And they, he, they really made it believable to the point where, like, uh, they were on, like, the David Letterman show. And they got into, like, a real fight on the David Letterman show. And, like, one of them got, like, a concussion or something. What? Like, they were, like, oh, my God. <laughs> And they never, like, told anybody for, like, 30 years that that was all planned and whatnot. Wow. But uh, a thing I thought was great. Uh, so there's a couple shows I watched recently. One was uh, called WWE uh, Buried Treasures or Hidden Treasures or something like this. They just started a season two of it, and it's they're in the process of building a physical WWE Hall of Fame. And so they're going back and looking for, like, uh, stuff to put it in it. It's crazy to me that that's not already a thing. Yeah. Like, I, I would expect that to, as long as it's been around, like, what? Yeah. So they're or looking, just a wrestling Hall yeah. of Fame. Whatever. So they're looking for memorabilia to put in it. Yeah. And one of the episodes, they're going to look for some Andy Kaufman stuff, like his neck brace that he wore. <laughs> and uh, they find it, and there's just so many good uh, stories that they told in it. Uh, Jerry Lawler was telling stuff that he's, like, never told, like, about how they put all those gimmicks together i guess that was in the movie right yeah a lot of that yeah, was in the movie yeah, okay okay now that you're talking about it i do remember that being in the movie at least <clears throat> so one part i thought was great was he uh got in this angle with jerry and then like he got knocked out in the middle of the ring and then there he just laid there still for like several minutes and like jerry had like already celebrated the win gone back to the dressing room and they're like all right time for the next match and he's just still laying <laughs> in the middle of the ring like dead like you know and the referee goes and whispers in his ear, like, okay, uh, it's time to get up now. You got to uh, get up. And he says, uh, he said, no, I got to sell this injury. Call me an ambulance. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're like, uh, all right. And so they went back to the dressing room and they're like, Jerry, call this guy an ambulance. And he goes, no, we've done this before where we've called an ambulance in. It cost me 300 bucks. I'm not doing that again. Just tell him to get the fuck up and let's move on. So he goes back and he said, Jerry's not going to do it. Uh, you just got to get the fuck up. And he goes, tell Jerry, I, I got 300 bucks. I'll pay for the ambulance myself. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so God. they called an ambulance. 
and they take him to the hospital and he stays in the hospital for like three nights in a row he's got this neck brace on press was interviewing him and like in the hospital rooms and like then he was never seen in public for like weeks without this neck brace on like his family like legit thought he was hurt like super just selling it wow that's fucking pretty incredible like i uh I mean, I guess I'd do that. That's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> and then at the end, they were like, uh, maybe it was after he died, and they were like going through his stuff, and they were like, they found all the checks that he was written by the wrestling company for all his matches, and he just never cashed a single one. He just really just wanted to be a wrestler, and he didn't care about the money. Dang. I wish I could have that much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, every once in a while, I'll find a check, like, sitting in a drawer, and I'm like, did I cash this? Oh, my God. Is this extra money? Nope. I already definitely yeah, took care of this. <laughs> I definitely took care of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I had a buddy that cashed a check twice once, and they don't like when you do that. They get really, uh, <laughs> really mad at you. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine it's illegal. <laughs> I would imagine that's not cool. I thought about that for sure when they first started uh, doing the uh, you could do it on your phone. I was yeah. like, all right, what if I do it on my phone and then immediately go to the bank and do it there? <laughs> and I was like, they don't like that. No. no. Yeah. Turns out. Seems, I was like, this has got to be illegal. <laughs> uh, you know what else should be illegal? What's that? Last night at the fucking show. What, what about it? Right before we were about to oh play. Oh, my God. Right yeah. before we were about to go on. I was like, you know what? I've got to take a piss on the way to the stage. And, but I'd heard you guys talking all night. There's a fucking bathroom attendant in there. So I was like, hell, I'm going to hold it because I, I don't want to deal with that. Dude, I don't understand why that's a thing. Like, who thought that was a good idea? Who wants to do that? As, I feel like you got to be in a pretty low place to do that as your job, first of all. Second of all, everyone hates it and is uncomfortable about it. The, I feel like it was a thing, like, I don't, I haven't been to a whole ton of strip clubs, but I feel like that's where I have seen it most, is in strip clubs or, like, very, very, very fine dining restaurants. But this is at fucking Lava Cantina in the Colony at a Bowling for Soup show. Like... No one was that classy there. There was no one in a suit. There was nobody who even looked it nicer. All, it was all jinkos and chain wallets. Yeah, no one looked nicer than us. <laughs> and we look bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't need a guy washing my hands for me or, like, forcing gum on me. You said he touched you. Uh, he did not touch me because I refused, like... The fucked up thing I did I refused to wash my hands Because I didn't want to Have to deal with that guy Like this is gross Like gross insider fact That like I was just like So weirded out by it He was He had like a horse hairbrush He was brushing people's backs with Like while they were Washing their hands Like who needs that What's going on back there That you need somebody To brush you off Also He looked like a pimp It was weird Like A white fedora Very custom a vest and then like a whole lace shirt. It was a lace. Did you even go in there? No, because I don't like Dude, those guys he, so much. And he was wearing these white boots with uh, the little s- silver enders on them and stuff. I mean, he was dressed to the nines. How to do you afford all that selling gum? To clean up people's ass and shit. And th- does anybody know one of these people? Does anybody know why this is a thing? Like, I absolutely despise it. I don't need another person in the bathroom that I'm thinking about. I don't want to pee next to a person. Like, it's whatever. But, like, public restrooms are already weird enough. Yeah. It's a weird job because they buy all that stuff out of their own pocket and then just hope that you buy some of it so they can make their money back. Like, 
How much profit are you getting off a piece of gum? Yeah, like, and, and then you're supposed to tip them for a service you don't fucking want? Like, it's not like I went there. Are you going to hold my dick? Like, I mean, what do we... <laughs> you wash your hands, and then they, like, you reach for the towel, and then they hand it to you, and you're like, you saved me about three inches, buddy. Like, Yeah, what was the... Po- me and Corey were talking about this last night. Like, what do you do to make that guy uncomfortable? Right? Like, what do you do to make that guy never want to do that job again? Yeah, like... Take your shoes off and say, will you wash these, buddy? Or like, yeah, or like, what are you doing later? Do you want to go home? Like, can I meet you here in 20 minutes so we can meet in the, the, the bathroom? Or, you know, like. Mark said uh, when he hands you the towel, write your phone number on it, fold it up and stick it in his pocket and yeah. give it a little pat. I was saying, stick it in that damn fedora. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little treat for you later. <laughs> call tip. me. Yeah, call me back. Call me. Give me a call. I've got a tip. You know. Yeah, i got a tip you can use. So I, 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 it's just, it's so weird where you're like. Was it Josh that he said he gave him a little massage in the back and he's like, don't touch me. Uh, like, Dustin. Oh, Dustin, which is like the word you don't, Dustin doesn't want that. For sure doesn't, doesn't like, that's the guy, that's the first dude in the band who would bow up to you immediately for doing oh. something like that. Like, you don't want to fuck with Dustin. And uh, yeah, I just can't imagine like, no man, I don't need your unlike licensed massage while I'm washing my hands. <laughs> Like, if there's going to be somebody in there washing my hands, they need to be washing my dick, too. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking, like, maybe give me, a, like, a fucking handy or something so I'm ready to go when I get home. Like, I'm not interested in weird guy washing. That's what you need to do. Ask him to ask actually wash your hands. <laughs> right? Like, hand him. I don't know how to do this. Can you please show me how to do this? I've, I've never, never done what, Soap and water. I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> yeah. I've never done this. I've never been in public before. Can you please show me how to wash my hands? God. Can you imagine a worse job than ours is just, like, standing in the bathroom all night and never leaving? Dude, I take the nastiest fucking shits. That dude's just sitting there while thousands of people come in there and take a shit. There was 2,000 people at that show last night. How I took a shit in there. Dozen took a shit in there. That's... A third of the band. So maybe a third of people shit there. Maybe eighth of people. That's still a ton of people taking a shit in the bathroom. And that guy's just got to sit there and smell it all night. Oh, nightmare. I didn't go back. I didn't pee one not- time in the night. So, like, I realized at the end of the day, I held it for, like, six, seven hours. You didn't pee at all? I peed, like, right when we first got there, before he got, like, before doors. So it was yeah. before he got there. Uh-huh. And then after I found out he had set up post, I never peed again the rest of the night. It was a, it is a huge, like, I don't want to go in there because I don't want this guy to uh, quarter me into buying his services. Yeah. It was a, like, it wasn't just like, oh, I happened to go seven hours and not pee. It was like, I already had to pee. And after I had to go. Waited seven more hours to pee. I mean, we talked to your wife about it. If there's women who do that, and she said, "Yes, there are, but I guess they don't bother you as much." Also, it was it was a thing in Europe too, where there would be a little plate outside the damn bathroom for you to tip the person cleaning it. But and then if you didn't, they could they got angry at me a couple Mm -hmm. times because I was like I was like, why would a they're not even here. And then I walk out and they're there. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have anything for you. Like, I'm sorry. I, I do not understand this culture of needing someone in the bathroom to help me. No. Uh-uh. It's the first time I've seen it in a long time, too. So, like, I'm good. I'm just like, someone hit us up. Let us know if this is actually a thing. Do you hate this? Like, this can't be a thing. Like, I, I'm di- I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it either. You know what? Another thing I don't want 
and this is a game that our TM Camille oh my God. taught us. Yep. It's called the old cock pocket. And that's when you're sitting at the bar and all your buddies are at the bar and you're, uh, you know, facing the bartender all bellied up there. And one of you tries to, without the other one noticing, unzip your pants, take your dick out, and put it in the other guy's pocket without him noticing. So I don't know if I could even do this. My dick's pretty small. I could maybe do it with my balls, right? Maybe with my dick, but it'd just be the head, right? I think balls count. Balls? Okay, cool. Uh, I remember hearing about that and I think we're all like, yeah, let's do that. That sounds hilarious. And then we were at a bar in Hamburg last year, and I don't realize what's going on, and I just, like, start to turn around, and a dick comes out of my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) A a human penis is emerging from my pocket as I'm turning around, and Dustin is just standing behind me laughing with his pants undone, and I was like... How could this have happened? How did you get a whole dick into my pocket and I did not notice? It's not like we're wearing loose-fitting pants. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your little wranglers on. He squeezed that fucker in there. <laughs> what? I couldn't. <laughs> I just saw a fucking full-grown man's cock pulling out of my pocket. Pulling out of only, my pocket. only time he's ever pulled out uh, yeah, was your yeah, pocket. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, oh, my gosh. And and I don't know how Camille even plays that. He's pretty short, man. How does was he out? What is he getting on a stool and putting his dick in a pocket? What's going? I don't I don't understand. Uh, is anybody else play cock pocket? I've never heard of this before. It was you know that was really the only attempt we ever did. None of us uh tried it after that. But we talked about it a lot, and every time we would do the hot pocket jingle, we'd say cock pocket. I mean, we don't. I don't think to be honest, we have the balls to do it. <laughs> catch catch a fucking sexual assault charge over here. <laughs> Nope, that's not true at all because I do have the balls to do it because how many times have I been in a bar telling people uh, about how I have a tattoo of a tiger with a boxing glove punching me in the ball sack and they don't believe me and then I just pull my balls out. Yeah, I mean, we did tell a whole story about you getting your balls shocked the other day, so I guess... That was also in a bar, so I've had my balls out (laughs) in too many bars, come to think of it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I feel like you did that coming off stage one time on the Rob tour. You're just standing there and everybody's like hanging out and everybody like looks over and like, God damn it, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) What's your satchel doing? Just hanging out right there. And then Rob took a picture of it and sent it to everyone. Oh, he did. That's right. Fucking Rob. I can't wait to see him next month. I apologize to your wife for having to look at my balls. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like she's like one ball is any other ball, man. What's the difference between a ball, you know? You know, unless they're smooth as eggs, <laughs> <laughs> shaved and smooth or tatted up. <laughs> if you got your if you got your balls tatted, what would you get on there? Oh, well, I'd have to get the little uh, handprint from Castaway. Because <laughs> uh, Mark already calls it my Wilson, so I, have I don't. To... I don't have a better response than that. <laughs> I think. I think maybe I'd get mine done like Easter eggs, right? Like. <laughs> Like all the a designs su- all the way like around. A super intricate Easter egg, that you, you know, like, yeah, like zigzags and polka dots and all pastel colors. Uh, I bet that would hurt. Oh God, I can't. I can't imagine how that. Maybe I would just get like a, uh, get it done like a brain, oh. or maybe you know we've all got a seam. Yeah. Maybe I'd just do like a baseball seam down there, <laughs> or a zipper. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What would you guys get on your <laughs> <laughs> Send us some notes. 
what mistake would you make in a professional tattoo studio? The funniest thing is, like, a week after we do one of these shows, I completely forget every story we've told. So we're going to be at a show one day, and some guy's just going to walk up to us and go, anyway, I'd get this tattooed on my balls like a set of jack-o'-lanterns or whatever. And we'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, freak? What, man? <laughs> what? Why are we talking about balls tattoos? Why are we talking about ball tattoos, man? What if you just got balls on your tattoo, tattoo <laughs> the on word your balls? balls? Like in Old English on your fucking di- dick and balls? Oh, oh man. I-, I won't tell this story. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, oh man, you thought better of that one. Yeah, I, I had a I, I had a story that was kind of anyway. Oh, you want to play a song? I I don't I can't recover from that. <laughs> What's coming up next? It's probably about ending. it's probably about wrestling. I know that. It's <laughs> a good fucking end. Well, we heard uh, Living Color. I think oh, is next. Yeah. Fucking yeah. CM Punk's interest. Yeah. Let's go. Oh fuck. <laughs> All right. So as you guys know. Uh, you know, we were recently in Europe, and um, we were eating all the mm, Miller Lite, baby. Uh, well, you're fucking this up. Mmm, mm, mm. delicious, uh, d- delicious aluminum cowboy by Hop and Sting. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were in uh, Spain, and um, you know, all, their whole thing is tapas and whatnot, and a lot of their tapas have to do with little tiny fish and salt and olive oil, and. Uh, we love them very much. Uh, me, Corey, and Rachel, both, and Mark, are all just, like, all about it. Bocarones. Yeah, bocarones and anchovies and sardines, all that stuff. I love them. And people over here are kind of weird about them. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, we were over there, and I was watching. I think my favorite Instagram account right now is this uh, guy named Barry, and his Instagram handle is uh, Sandwiches of History. And every day, he does a different sandwich from an old cookbook, be it from the 1800s or from the 1970s. Uh, and it's either weird or, like, just just whatever, just whatever sandwich he feels like. So he did an anchovy sandwich one time, and he hated it. Like, it was really bad. Like, it was just, he said it was just too salty and it didn't work. And Meanwhile, so, we're watching this video going, damn, that looks awesome. Yeah, he were like, mm, fucking anchovies, that sounds fucking great. And then he's like, I give it a four, I'll never eat this again. And we're like, oh, devastated. Yeah. <laughs> And so we were like, it kind of got us thinking, like, how could we make, you know, what's the best anchovy sandwich we can make without it being so salty? Because that's what his problem was with it. And they are inherently very, very salty. Like, that's just the way they are. Uh, So me and Corey had a little friendly uh, competition. And I'm actually still going to make at least another one or two differently. Uh, uh, But what was was your first one like? It was decent. So, and you know what? Well, I'll start to – here's what I did. I made kind of an egg salad and put the – I made a mash out of the anchovies, like, into a paste. Then I had some hard-boiled eggs, stirred that together like a really good uh, egg salad, put a little bit of milk, a little bit of uh, lemon juice, some cayenne, uh, some other spice, uh, paprika, a lot of paprika. Yeah. Made just a really good egg salad but with anchovies in it. And then I put that on some toasted ciabatta with some arugula, some baby spinach, some purple onion, and slices of tomato. And it was pretty fire. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, you sent me a picture of it, and I was like, oh, damn, like, I got to get on my business and, and make one today. And, of course, my stupid ass went like, you know, I'll try to go all gourmet and shit because that's fucking who I am. But uh, 
I uh, I went to uh, Jimmy's Food Store. If you're in Dallas, you know Jimmy's Food Store. It's the best Italian market in the city for sure. Super awesome. Been there for what? I mean, 40 forever. years. I mean, forever. Uh, I went and I got some uh, Italian, like, country, Italian country bread is what they called it. And it was super fire. Uh, I made, like, a little garlic mayo. And then um, I did uh, anchovies after that. And then sun-dried tomatoes, fresh purple onion, uh, some Italian parsley and dill and then some pepper and I feel like some red chili flakes. Man, it was one of the best sandwiches I've had in like a long time. Like a, Dill sounds like a really good addition. Oh, it was, yeah, it was fire. And the Italian parsley was really good because, you know, it's got the like lettucey kind of consistency, but it also adds like a ton of flavor to it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm still going to do another one. I think my next one I'm going to do is going to be, I'm going to do like a uh, dill and uh red pepper mayo yeah and then anchovies and i've got some soft boiled eggs i'm gonna slice those and put it on there and then do lettuce tomato onion and i think maybe some paprika or something and i I think that'll it'll be like a simpler one kind of like what you made from and lettuce yeah and uh i think it's gonna be super good yeah so watching his videos i was worried that my thing would be way too salty so i Put, you know, uh, the lettuce, tomato to, like, kind of counteract that and more egg than I should have. And there was also some Parmesan in the egg. I forgot to mention that. Uh, But it actually ended up being, like, so not salty that I wished it was saltier. So I think I would have used a little more anchovy, a little less egg. But watching him, it's, like, one of those things you got to experiment with because he was using different amounts. And it's like, oh, yeah, if you use this ratio, way too salty. If you use this ratio, way not salty. You got to find a happy medium. And then, yeah, the anchovy thing, like, uh, I didn't do a paste and I thought about it because that's the way he did it. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to do them all the way across the bread. Just do them whole. And uh, it was it was fire. And I actually uh, (coughs) tagged him in a post I made about it because my wife took some really good pictures and uh, he actually hit me up about it. And like this looks fucking delicious and like then we had a little conversation about anchovy sandwiches and i was like super stoked and he's like you should use white anchovies and i was like the store i went to didn't have them and like yeah. <laughs> you know it was it was i was like i'm gonna use sardines too next time and he's like good man let me know how it turns out and he's like super sweet you should definitely check out uh sandwiches of history on instagram because yeah. he makes my day every day he's such a delightful guy I, yeah. I signed up for his newsletter and uh it's a weekly newsletter i got my first one today and it's like a recap of all the sandwiches he made this week. Some of them has like the whole recipe for, so you can actually like make it step by step. Because he usually kind of just tells you the ingredients, not exactly uh-huh. the recipe. Uh, and then it has some like fun little facts and notes, and it was kind of a cute little thing. Yeah, I like the one he's doing now too. Is the sandwiches of future history where he has an AI make a sandwich, and they always come out like real weird. Like yeah. they're just like, what is that <laughs> like? Like chocolate syrup and then like yeah. meat or something. You're like, and he's always surprised how well it works out. He's like, oh, this shouldn't work. Why does this work? I'm like, <laughs> why is this good? Why is this good? I love that. I love. And you were playing with that AI for so long that, uh, God, we made. What'd you do? Like ten stories about? Oh yeah, I was like, uh, we had a long drive, and I, I told the AI to write a Goosebumps style story about us. And a haunted guitar, I think, or yeah, maybe, or maybe yeah, it yeah. came up with the haunted guitar. Maybe. I think I might have just said a, a Goosebumps style story about us, and then it was like the Vandaliers in the Adventures of the Haunted Guitar or some shit. And the first one was so fucking funny. I was like, 
and like it had a it had a nice ending that was like had an arc and everything. Yeah, but it was like a dead ending where nothing can happen. And I was like, but what if it didn't end that way? And there was a sequel, and it was like, and then then it came back to life. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you did like ten of them, I think. Yeah. I think you ended up doing ten. It was like, but then we're like, okay, <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> oh, they were all so fucking great. Like. I was like, now make the villain the hero and make the hero the villain and now do this. And I kept telling like... What little... if the guitar joined the band? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so goofy. It was so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Then it was like, we became like the biggest band in the world. And I was like, what if the band has a fall from grace or whatever? Yeah. And then, then we had to fight the guitar again and then it came full circle. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was a trip. That was... Uh... What was that? Where, where, what were we doing? I don't even fucking remember. Was that... Was that when we f- were going down to Mexico? It wasn't that long ago. No, it was maybe on Florida this year. No, I feel... Really? I felt like Mark was... I thought we were in Arizona. Maybe. maybe oh, it was on the way to uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. I have to play with Roger Klein and those guys. Which we were actually just... Uh, I don't, we haven't really mentioned this. We just did two shows with uh, the legendary Denton band, Bowling for Soup. And we had so much fun, and they were so nice. We got to get up on stage with them every night. And uh, man, what a bunch of sweethearts! I really love that. Yeah, they they did a cool bit, and like, I mean, they were like heroes of mine growing up. Where uh, I turned nineteen, and they were like at the Grammys in these like powder blue tuxedos, like eighty style, like just making our hometown fucking proud because we'd never seen anyone from our town on the Grammys. Mm. You know, like, holy shit. Uh, and then now here we are, and one of their big songs was uh, that Ohio Come Back to Texas song, and they did a bit every night where at, toward the end of the song, they would stop, we'd come on stage, they handed us all of their instruments, and then we'd just finish the song, and like Josh on vocals, and like me on harmonies, and like Mark on the bass, Dustin on guitar, but the Bowling for Soup drummer drumming, yeah. and then you pouring beers on your head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just being stupid. It was, it was, but it was super cool, it was like, like, I'm not, like, a huge fan. Uh, like, I know them, of course. Um, but it was it was an honor and a really, really cool thing that they wanted to do that. And Jared was on our second record. I mean, he sang backup vocals on the second record of ours. Yeah, that was, like, seven years ago. So, like, oh, they've been kind of in our corner for a while. It's, like, We've been cool trying that... to make this happen, and it just never really worked, or they weren't touring a whole lot for a while, or... I don't really know, but... No, but I think we're going to start doing some more stuff with them. I'm really excited about that, because they do a fun show, and they're super sweet guys. Yeah, it was uh, it was really fun, and I love all the jokes they tell on stage. I think that's a really good bit, and... Um, they got a lot of bits. They do have a lot of bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I, you know, it's they're doing that they're doing that classic pop-punk yeah. bits thing. I mean, Blink-182 did that for forever, yeah. you know? Still do. Yeah, still do, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I, I I thought it was super cool. We yeah we played last night at uh, Lava Cantina sold out. Night before that we played in Amarillo, and tonight we're in uh, by ourselves. We're out in St. Joe, Texas. Let me know if you know where that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was last night it was the biggest crowd they've ever had in the history of Lava Cantina, yeah. which is what six, seven, seven years old. I don't yeah, something like that. I, it might even be ten years old. It's. No, we played one of the first shows there. We were only eight years old. So, Anyway, the the owner comes up on stage during their set, and he said, we have a tradition here. Uh, Anytime a band sells the show out, uh, I do a shot with them of $1,000 shot of tequila. I don't know if that was a joke, but, like, what the fuck does a $1,000 shot of tequila taste like? 
I bet it's gross. Um, because I guarantee you it's like an extra añejo, and I bet you it's sweet as fuck. Like, whew, I don't know, extra añejo is like gross me the fuck right out. Right before they were going to cheers, like, uh, their guitar player, Chris, is like, can I just take the cash? Yeah, can I just have $1,000? I don't need this. Like, I don't, I don't care about this. And then when they did the shot, he goes, man, that tastes like my ex-wife's asshole. So, yeah. like, it can't be that great. Yeah. So is that good or bad, though? <laughs> Maybe he really misses his ex-wife, you know? <laughs> but I did get me curious. Uh, I do wonder what it's like, although I bet it's not $1,000 good. No, I feel like once you get into that kind of excess, you're talking about, like, something that only, like, the most uh, seasoned of drinkers will be able to tell the difference between, right? Like, yeah. like I'm an idiot. But, like, once I get past, like, a $50 bottle of wine, I'm not going to be able to taste anything better. Like, it's all – it's just, want, like, it's good wine at that point. Yeah. There's not going to be a $200 bottle. I'm going to go, oh, that's so much better than this 50 fucking dollar bottle. Uh, and I feel like it's the same with liquor, too, where, like, yeah, I could drink Pappy Van Winkle, but I can also just drink Weller and be like, this is just as good. I mean, we started this show off with a shot of Jim Beam. Yeah, it was fucking delicious. They were like, we were like, can we get a shot of whiskey? And they're like, they were like, anything? We're like, yeah, anything. She's like, Jack. We we're like, oh well, no, not that. <laughs> she was like, what about Crown? And we we're like, oh no, also not that. He's like, Jim. I was like, we're like, yeah, that sounds. That's more our. That's more our speed. I hate Jack and Crown. You know, we did a lot of Jack shots in Europe. That seems to be their big whiskey over there. God, kills me. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not as bad as Crown. I hate Crown. Yeah. My favorite whiskey in the whole world, Kentucky Deluxe. Who brought it? Who bought us TX the other day? It was uh, old Jim, our buddy Jim, and it's, it was because that was the only t- er, whiskey they had, the only bourbon they had at that bar in Amarillo. God, I hate it. I hate TX. Don't put vanilla in your liquor. I don't know why it's needed, or if you do, it just needs to be a hint. It shouldn't be such a heavy fucking taste. Yeah, that's like a a whiskey that's specifically goes into like a Dr. Pepper and whiskey. Yeah, I just can't even do it. Like I'm super weird about it. I know Americans love their like sweet liquors and I just want mine to not be sweet. Yeah. At, like I don't like cocktails because they're sweet. Yeah. Uh like I try I've tried so many fucking cocktails. Rachel loves cocktails. And I I just I can barely do it cuz there's so much sweetness in them. I just feel like it's syrup most yeah. of the time. I I can't do it. <clears throat> I I'm a straight whiskey drinker. Like, if I can, I just want a straight whiskey, an Irish whiskey, something that's not aged in fucking bourbon barrels. I mean, and I'll drink it all the time, that all the time, too, but I prefer a straight whiskey. Yeah. Well, I would like to play some more wrestling songs, but before that, we can't do a break and not mention at least uh, something about wrestling. So I'll give you one quick little story. This one happened to our buddy, Sam Morrow. So a few years ago, uh, he was on his little Instagram, and he was scrolling by, and The Rock had posted a video of himself working out in a gym and just talking about whatever he had going on. And in the background on his boombox, he had a Sam Morrow song going because it was on his workout playlist. And so Sam, like, tagged him. was like, hey, you're playing my song. Awesome. And then he tagged him back, and he was like, keep up the good work, buddy. I love your song. It's rolls, you know. I was like, damn, that's awesome. And he goes, uh, I asked him about it when we were on tour with him, and I said, uh, he said, you want to hear the uh, 
voicemail the rock sent me whatever it was crazy man i could almost like it was like literally the rock talking to our friend and you're like is this a fucking joke and i was like of course i want to hear that whip that shit out he's like all right and the funniest fucking thing he he goes here it is he goes hey sam it's your buddy dj anyway i was working out and i just want to tell you blah and i was like (laughs) <laughs> who the fuck calls you DJ? Yeah, yeah. Also, Sam, how the fuck did you miss that phone call? <laughs> you, you jackass. Also, you're wearing a Sam Morrow shirt right now, which is fucking hilarious. Didn't realize. Love you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, love Sam. Fuck, man, I know he's on tour right now with uh, David Quinn. Uh, I might be coming to an end pretty soon, but if you can catch them in your town, you definitely should. Those guys wreck it. They're good friends of ours. They're uh, also with our management team, so... Uh, Go give those guys a listen. They um, are fucking great. Sam's a good friend. Dave Quinn's a good friend. Yeah. The Rock knows, and he's an influencer, so let him influence you into liking some Sam Morrow because he rules. You know who I saw the other day with The Rock? And this is crazy, and you might not even remember who this is. Uh, and honestly, I can't remember. Know that I remember. Rebecca or something? She played with Mariachi El Bronx. Uh, she was a violin oh, player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She posted a picture the other day. She was just at a party with The Rock. <laughs> and I was like... What the fuck is the wah? <laughs> like he loves him some country music. Dude, I need to I need to be hanging out with the Rock, man. <laughs> like, do you think he? So he's got a tequila brand. Do you think he actually drinks, or do you think he's like? He does, but he does like he always posts uh, videos of himself doing shots of it. But it's like he doesn't drink every day. It's like his yeah. little treat thing on like Sundays. That's cool. I dig yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, if I wasn't on the road all the time, I wouldn't drink nearly yeah. as much. As he I works do. out like every day, and then on Sunday he eats like this secret pancake recipe and then like has a shot of tequila it's awesome i love it that's fun anyway uh, more wrestling songs come hang out with us the rock <laughs> all right you're still listening to americinda with Corey and travis although i don't know why <laughs> especially when we're playing dumb shit like macho man randy savage trying to rap what? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, my brother sent me that the other day. He was like, there needs to be more wrestler uh, diss songs. And I was like, Corey, send me another wrestler diss song. And I sent it to my brother, and he's like, oh, my God, it is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, buddy. I was like, I knew a guy who would know it. <laughs> well, yeah, John Cena put out a whole rap album. Uh, yeah. Get with the times. <laughs> it is ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, and also not bad for him. Like, yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. So we're doing a whole wrestling theme show, and we've been telling wrestling stories. And I'd also love to hang out with John Cena. That guy I would, too. Awesome. He follows us on Twitter, although he doesn't really use his Twitter in the, the actual way. He just goes on and follows tons of random people just to make their day. That's awesome. <laughs> but then he doesn't, like, read any of his posts. He'll post stuff, follow people, and then just get out of there. Like, he doesn't read Twitter, you know? That's pretty great. I love that. Yeah. When he did that, I unfollowed him so I could be like, he follows us. We don't even follow him back. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. We're just cool. Yeah. Man, we're just fucking cool guys, man. Guys with fucking crop top hair love us, man. Yeah. That's, that's Ex-Marines love us, man. <laughs> and his name is John Cena. Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You and I have gone to some wrestling matches together. And like, oh, man. That's fun, some fun-ass shit. Dude, I love it. You know, like, you know I'm not, like, not like a huge wrestling fan. Like, I'm not keeping up with it. I'm not going to watch it, like, by myself. But I love watching it with you because you know all the shit. And, like, it is fucking entertaining. Like, 
I know a lot of people talk shit about it. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you really just like take yourself out of that and know that that's what it is, it's awesome. It's so much fun. And it's dudes doing crazy ass shit in a fucking ring that I could never even think about starting to attempt. Yeah. You know, and that's awesome. Like, dudes doing backflip, fat guys doing flips and doing these things where I don't even know how they're moving their body that way and beating the shit each other with chairs. Even if it's fake, it's super entertaining. And the fans are all like chanting shit, but like yeah. no one told them to do that. Just like 20,000 people at the same exact time with the same exact idea yelling shit. It's yeah. like, damn, that's awesome. I mean, when I went and saw Raw with you for the first time, uh, it was so cool. And I remember texting you and be like, Hey, just so you know, me and Rachel getting a crazy dressed up for this to be stupid. <laughs> like Rachel wore like an '80s prom dress, I want to say, and I like got totally decked out in cowboy shit, and people were looking at us like we were crazy. I fucking loved it, and we got to see uh, the Undertaker, right? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit! Like this is actually one I know. Like awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think I made my wife go to that shit like three times. <laughs> I feel I bad know. for her. I, I, I almost got to go another time, and I uh, something happened where I, I couldn't make it, and I wanted to go really bad. And, uh, yeah, we got, what, like a fan that works there? Still? Yeah. They still work there? Yeah, Jake. He he builds the sets, and he'll build some of the props and stuff. And a good, I got a good story about that. Uh, that match that you couldn't come to, that yeah, you yeah. couldn't make. So I uh, made my wife go, and just coincidentally – they had a match that night called the Symphony of Destruction. What a great name. <laughs> and all around the ring, there was like a grand piano. There was a drum set. There was a stand-up bass. There was a gong. There was uh, a table that had just like several different like trumpets on it. There was a guitar, a keyboard, all kind of shit. And like instead of doing regular wrestling moves, it was Elias and this guy Riker, Jackson Riker, that doesn't work there anymore. But he was in that movie as an actor, Game Night, that we saw in the hotel the other day. Oh, that movie's awesome. That movie yeah, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's the bad guy in that movie. Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so it was him and uh, Elias. They just walk from, like, instrument to instrument. One of them would pick up, like, a keyboard, slam it in the other guy's chest. It would smash into a bunch of pieces. The you know, guy would roll around for a second. Then the other guy would, like pick up a snare drum and whack the guy in the head and it would break and then you know he'd roll around and the next guy so he I'm honestly so sad that i missed this <laughs> it was fucking great yeah and so he picks up this trumpet he whacks this guy in the head with it and then he throws it over his shoulder and then, and then jackson Riker picks it up he tries to play it into the crowd but he doesn't know how to play the trumpet so he just blows and just if you don't <sighs> air you comes don't out know how to play a trumpet there's no way you're just gonna you have no idea there's no way you're gonna just pick one up and make it make a noise yeah it's make not a fart sound happen. into yeah, it yeah. yeah nobody knows that and so he's like what the fuck and it's like acts like it's broken just slams it on the ground and this meanwhile this fan in front of me is like hit him with the trombone or whatever and i was like or no, hit him with the cello. And it's like, and the other lady was like, uh, um, actually, that's a stand-up bass. And the other's like, it's a fucking cello. And they had this fucking argument. I was like, oh, I hate you both. What's, what's that rap song where he's like, and Squidward playing the cello. And it's, Squidward always played a clarinet. And this guy's so stupid, he didn't know the difference between a cello and a clarinet. Oh, yeah. He said, blow, blow me or like. Blow me like a cello? Yeah. He's like, I thought that was the instrument Squidward played. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so anyway, this uh, watch this match when uh, all these instruments are going, and I was like, "Holy shit, that was fucking incredible!" What a random thing that I was there for. Uh, a couple of matches later, my buddy comes in the stands that works there. He said, uh, "I just want to say, like, hey, while you're here, like, shake your hand, like, good to see you." Uh, 
I'm glad you could make it out. Like, when are you going to play in Nashville again? That's where he lives. And I was like, I'm going to come out to the show. And then he slides me this bag, like a WWE, like, clear gift bag. But in it was, like, a white towel. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I reached my hand in the towel. I was like, what the fuck? Is this what I think it is? And he's like, yeah, pretty cool, right? They were throwing it in the trash. And I was like, what the fuck? Picked it up. It was the fucking trumpet that he whacked the guy in the head with. <laughs> so That's so fucking cool, man. Like, And it still has blood on it, right? Yeah, and I got it like just on top of my little shelf with a, a framed picture from the match. That is so fucking cool. I'm like so sad that I was not there for that. Like, I just could not make it. It sucks so hard because what a cool fucking story yeah. to happen. Like, especially for such a fan of wrestling and then them just to happen to use a trumpet that one night, night that you were there. Like, fucking serendipitous, man. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Too fucking good. Uh, I know you had a story that you want to tell that wasn't wrestling related here. What, what, what was I going to tell about? Uh, you had two stories, actually. One was about getting pulled over. Oh, my gosh. How crazy is this, y'all? For real, we've been a band for, I think we just celebrated our eighth anniversary, right? You'd think we'd be a lot farther than we are now. Uh, but uh, just celebrated our eighth anniversary. We have never, ever, ever been pulled over at all. Out 200 days a year, not ever pulled over. Never been pulled over. We have been pulled over three times in the last two months. Yeah. We've not gotten in trouble. One of them wasn't our fault. Two of them, I guess. I mean, really, none of it was our fault. We really didn't do anything wrong at any time. Uh, um, we were crossing into Louisiana recently, and they I've were just crossing Louisiana into like Alabama or whatever, Mississippi, Mississippi or something. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I got my geography all backwards. <laughs> you sound like somebody I know. And uh, oh wait, that's you. <laughs> we're in the north of Spain, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> Mark's like, do you ever look at a map? I'm like, almost never. Never, never. Not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, going into Mississippi or losing, whatever the fuck it was. And they were just literally pulling every dually over that was going down the highway. And we have a dually. Our van is a dually. And uh, they're like, oh, you got to stop in and get weighed and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what? We drive this like 60,000 miles a year and no one's ever said this to us. How can that possibly be true? And then it, our van says it's heavier than it actually is on the thing. So he just gave us a warning because that's obviously not really what they were looking for. I think they were looking for, like, human trafficking and shit, which obviously we weren't doing. Which, yeah, we found out later. We saw them, like, having a whole line of, like, 12 trucks pulled over uh, just at random points down the highway, all with the backs open, all with guys in there with flashlights looking at shit. Yeah, so, like, it, was, it was, I mean, it was, like, it was had 34 people pulled over on the side of the road, like, 15 fucking cops it yeah. was crazy anyway they let us go and we're like well all right at least we got you know one in eight years that ain't bad right like yeah, we didn't said, get in trouble he said what is your vehicle rated this commercial rating we're like no he opens the door it says it weighs like i forget how much the door says but like more than it actually does and we know this because we had a, va a bet in the van one day how much do you think our van weighs uh, just for fun because we yeah. like get bored and just start like wagering on things and this is one I came up with one day. I was like, how much do you think the van weighs? And we all wrote a number down. And then we were like, and to prove it, we'll go to the fucking truck stop yeah. and weigh it. Yeah, like on, for no damn – because it costs like five bucks or something, yeah. right? Like it's like nothing. It's like, yeah, I'll fuck, whatever. You can take a dollar out of my paycheck yeah. <laughs> for this shit. And our van weighed like 10,420 pounds. Yeah, but it says on the sticker that we weigh 10-1. 
And no, no, it said more than that because, like I said, that we were we weighed ten four twenty, and it said we weighed like, I don't know, eleven or twelve. But 12, that was like, fully loaded. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So like I think I think the sticker says we weigh like oh ten just, empty. Yeah, like ten empty. Which is not fucking. We're, we weren't fully loaded with everybody in the van weighing only three hundred more pounds than that. No. It's, I, I mean, I weigh almost two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> you know, like there is no way that that is correct. And uh, but thankfully, let us go. But then we were just in Europe, and we got pulled over twice. We got pulled over once in Spain. Our TM was driving Camille, and. Uh, <laughs> He's just driving down the road, and he's got his headphones in. He waves at a cop, and the cop's like, yep, pull over, bitch. And uh, well, She was using his headphone, like, as a Bluetooth yeah. speaker, or, like, as a phone. But, like, you know, if you're just driving, you think it looks like you're listening to tunes on your headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was using it for, like, directions and shit. Uh, yeah, I got in trouble for that, and he had, poor dude had to pay 100 euros out of pocket right on the spot to get rid of that ticket. And then we were driving through France, like, what, a week later? Yeah. And Rachel was driving... And uh, we got popped for being overweight, and, like, three cops showed up, and, like, uh, we they had this little thing that you drove every single wheel onto to measure your van, and we ended up being, like, 100 pounds overweight, so they let us go. But a couple of us had hopped out of the van. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was on purpose. I think Camille maybe did it on purpose. Did it on, I think Camille did it on purpose for sure because then we would have been like 250 pounds over, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, he hopped out and so we didn't get in trouble um, because I'm not saying we were traveling with a bunch of illegal stuff, but there was some illegal stuff in that we didn't need. We didn't need to be searched. Yeah, so. we did not. We absolutely did not need to be searched. Uh, we had a very nice fan uh, do a very nice thing for us. That we didn't ever even use, didn't even... Well, Camille did. Did he? Uh, well, took, uh, him, yeah. took him home. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, three times in the last month and a half, two months. Uh, what the fuck? So hoping that string of luck's over. Yeah, can we not do that anymore? Like, Which is weird, because we usually drive so slow. Well, I mean, none of these are speeding tickets. They're all yeah. like random weight-related things. and like Weight and wearing headphones. Like, what? Like, I... They were like, you're too low. Your van is too low. And we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. You the height police? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is, yeah, what is this? What are, we, what, are we, what are we even talking about? We're talking about practice? What are we talking about here? Talking about practice? <laughs> talking about the game. <laughs> All right, you want to play some more songs? Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get to it. I'm tired of talking about the fucking cops. Fuck the cops. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's play some songs. Uh, we got a Hulk Hogan song coming up here, Jungle Boy theme song coming up here, a lot of some more uh, AEW entrances. It's gonna be great. Jeez, this is weird. I feel like I'm all in a rush all of a sudden. I was just having a good old time, thought we had plenty of time, and now our set got moved forward. So, by an hour, by an hour, that seems. Crazy soon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, yeah. uh, let's not delay. Let's jump right yeah, in. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's get on with this shit, I guess. Uh, what, what, what are we going to talk about? Oh, I, I want to talk about that cramp song we just okay. heard. So that's actually a cover uh, of an old song by the Novas, which is about this uh, fucking wrestler from the 50s. And we actually were looking this up the other day, and I've totally forgotten until I put this song back in the show. 
I don't remember how we got another one of those Wikipedia wormholes, but it's when we were in Milwaukee. They had a wrestler in the 50s called The Crusher. Hell yeah. And his whole deal was that he's just like a blue collar, every man, and he didn't lift weights. He like worked, you know, on, <laughs> on stuff. Yeah. And he would, his whole deal was like he would drink beers on the way to the ring, he would drink a beer after the ring. Uh, he was called like the wrestler that made Milwaukee famous, like just like <laughs> the beer, awesome. like yeah, Pabst. And he would drink Pabst in the ring. And everybody's like, that's, that happened like 50 years before Stone Cold. Like, uh. the, he was the, the precursor to that. And it's fucking awesome that, like, what a cool deal. What a cool dude. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I love Milwaukee and I love that story. Like, yeah. that, that's super good. Like, what a weird fucking thing that is. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. We gotta we gotta hurry along so we can get back to our I'm show. So such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember why we do this to yeah. play shows? Oh god. Oh, speaking of, we were playing a show in Spain recently, and after the show, this lady in the audience comes up to me and she goes, "I just want to tell you, you look just like." She's like, "Do you know uh, in Spain you have this famous doppelganger?" And I was like, no. And she says, oh, you you have a, a very, very famous, in Spain, very famous, uh, writes this name, tears the label off the back of a beer bottle, gets a Sharpie, writes this name on it, puts it in my hand, says, put this in your pocket. Look this up tomorrow. This is you, very famous in Spain. And I said, okay, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, looked it up. But to be honest, this also happens to Corey all the time. Oh, it does, and the people never look like me. No, never. It, it's always, like, something weird, like, my brother or my cousin, and nobody has a picture, so you're like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, can I take a picture of you, and like, so I can send it to... But everyody's all like, look at him on Facebook, and it's like, oh, just a guy with, like, brown hair and brown beard and glasses. Uh, yeah, that just looks like a white guy. I don't... <laughs> it's like a guy! Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's always ugly dudes. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the So the dude, his name is... Carlos Arencia or, or, or Arencia? 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 Anyway, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll put the name in the the tweet or something that I when I promote the show. But uh, I look up the name. I forget the story even happened. I reach my hand in my pocket in my jeans the next day. I was like, what the fuck's this name? Oh yeah, Google it. Fat, bald, ugliest motherfucker ever. My MF looks like Shrek with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like looks so bad. He showed me the picture. I was like. Oh, yeah, man. Said, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> you like, you <laughs> was this lady just being a total bitch to you? Like that was, because he was ugly. Uh, I posted that story on Twitter, and I was like, this lady did this to me. Like, you know, Corey Brandon's like, dang, that's a good long, like, sick burn. Like, <laughs> she got you good or whatever. Uh, then this other lady was like, I was at the show. Uh, I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking the same thing. No, <laughs> no. It's what? <laughs> it doesn't look like you at all. It's not even close. It's like it's like if you gained 100 pounds and then like lost all my hair. Yeah, and were just ugly. <laughs> oh my god. Terrible. Oh man, it's like <laughs> when I saw the picture, I was like hungover and I was like like what the actual fuck? Why would even if you thought it was true, just don't say anything. <laughs> like, just, yeah, you don't gotta say stuff. Just don't, just <laughs> don't say anything like that because uh, he's not attractive. Yeah. Like, why would you? Oh, you've got a doppelganger. It's not like he's hot. That guy looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the people that come up to you, and this hasn't happened in a very long time. I feel like it used to happen every show when we first started. 
and people are like, you know what, you're, you're really good, except for, like, this thing, this thing, and this thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, you just didn't have to say anything at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I really like your dancing. You're playing? Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Fuck, you could just say nice dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just not come over here at all or just, yeah, like, yeah. give me a high five and said, yeah, you did a thing. Like, all, like <laughs> all right, Linda, fucking thanks. <laughs> that was the old uh, the rock Bible we had in our very first van. It was, like, uh, written like a Bible with verses and chapters and one of the things was like, what, 10 things to say uh, to a band on, that you hated. And it was like, one of them was like, or a band that you were playing with that you didn't enjoy their set. And it was like, oh, I saw you guys up there. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> you guys did a thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys really did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many good things in that book. We, we used a lot of them, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I forgot about that book. I, I could read that again, actually. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> I was like, no gloves on stage except for the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I mean, you might need that if you're a drummer, you know? You can get blisters, you know? You don't want none of that. Splinters. I don't know how those things work. You did a thing. I saw you up there. Yeah. You... Uh, oh, man, great set. Can I use your gear? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the That kind of reminds me. And I, I did want to touch on this. Uh, I think it was our second episode back. We did a segment about how not to be a bad fan. And I think we were mostly specifically talking about, like, one or two people that like happened like one or two times and not just being this broad thing but like 10 or 15 different people have come up to me or messaged me in the dms or whatever and they're like i really feel like i, I was the bad fan and i'm so sorry i didn't mean to and i was like no if honestly a bad fan would never even be that considerate enough to think that they're the bad fan <laughs> yeah like if you think you're it you're it's not probably it. not you yeah, yeah. uh like, these were so egregious it was like People that you have never met acting like they've known you forever and then crossing boundaries. And, and like, expecting weird things from you that you wouldn't expect out of anyone. Like, it's not you. It's not you. It's not people that just have conversations with us after the show or even, like, have conversations that are a little awkward or last a little bit too long. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever. That's to be expected. You're meeting a person for the first time or you're... Or maybe the first ten times. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> That's gonna happen. Like, we have awkward conversations with each other in the van still. Like, yeah. that doesn't matter. It's not you. We had a band member that didn't know two of our last names for a long time. For, like, what seven years. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I still can't believe that shit. Oh, my God. Anyway, the point is, it's not you. You're all good fans and we love you. Yeah, yeah. Especially the, the fans that are so dedicated that they're not only like listening to the music coming to the shows they're listening to the podcast that's above and beyond yeah that makes you a good fan yeah <laughs> that makes you a good fan and it, it, it's funny because like even one of my best friends hit me up and was like am i this person we're like no guys you're taking it too seriously that was the whole deal it's yeah. not it's not it's a very select few people and i don't even know who they are yeah yeah i know one was this lady and I, we might have even already said this on the show, but I'll say it again because this was one of the most egregious things that's ever fucking happened. <laughs> is when you go to an after bar, the last thing a band wants to do is be around a bunch of people. Like, if you've moved locations. Like, at the venue, awesome. But once you go, move locations, I want a dark bar that there's, like, three people in. Yeah. If there's zero people, even better. Yeah. Us and the bartender, <laughs> chef's kiss. Yeah, perfect. And so we're going in, like, uh, with a, a bad fan. Yeah. And, uh... She fucking kicks open the door of this place before we even get in, screams, Hey, everyone, look at me. I'm with the band. And we're like, No, there's not a band here. Don't look yeah, at yeah. us. <laughs> Why would you do that? <clears throat> and uh, that is actually one of my best friend's friends. And uh, 
probably never see that lady again. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was yeah the that night Danielle stole a, a Halloween decoration from that bar, oh, and yeah. it's it's hanging. It was hanging in our van for a while, uh, and then after Halloween and and Christmas and Thanksgiving were over, and the year turned to. A new calendar year is like it's enough Halloween. Four months of Halloween's enough Halloween. I took it to my house, into my house, and it's hanging in my laundry room. It's still there. I saw it yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, it reminded me of that night and and good and bad ways. <laughs> that is fucking funny. I forgot she did that because she just put it like under her shirt and yeah. walked out with it. And I was like, hell yeah, Danielle. God damn, what a hoss. It's like sorry for my friend that was terrible, but here's this. Look at this skeleton. Yeah, it makes up for it. What was that Charlotte? Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it definitely was. was. I think it was in Charlotte, yeah, with moon pies. Yeah. Oh, miss you, Danielle. Can't wait to see you again. Yeah. On that note, more fucking wrestling songs. These of the punk rock variety. Yeah, let's do it. Our time, which is not a real thing, is running low <laughs> on this episode of Americinda with Corey and Travis. We've been doing some wrestling-themed stories and songs. And, uh, but actually our time really is running low because we have a show in like 10 minutes that we got to start. So, uh, it's going to be a little shorty. Yeah, they moved our show forward and it made us really, me really stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to update y'all guys on, uh, so last episode, episode 69, the big episode, we talked about our old friend Terry. Yeah, that good. You said his real name last time and I'm glad we fixed that. (laughs) (laughs) And how he uh, climbed into a stranger's hotel room and took a photo of them on their own camera. And uh, we've been hearing some feedback about how creepy that is and how we uh, shouldn't have told that story because it scared some people. Uh, this guy last night at the show uh, that was telling me, he's like, he's like, I, I can't, he's like, I haven't even been brave enough to tell other people that story because it scares me so much. And I was like, you know what? Uh, that story actually happened 12 years ago, mm-hmm. like uh, on this day two days ago and he goes that's my birthday <laughs> oh my god are you fucking yeah. serious holy shit <laughs> that's amazing whoa so uh, we've got a bunch of feedback but all that's been this is super fucked up but uh we need people to keep telling the story because we still haven't found those people and i've really gotta fucking know we gotta know and if you guys don't talk to people about it we're never gonna know why, and I know you guys need to know if this really happened because I need to know if this. And maybe those people need closure. Maybe yeah. they have never been able to sleep in a hotel room again, and this will give them the strength to do so. Help us help them. Yeah. You know, help be us be helpful. Help them. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're be a good person. Yeah, we're just trying to be good people. We're trying to find this ho- people that this horrible thing happened to and make amends. And uh, oh man, what a weird thing! What yeah. a weird thing it still is. It still freaks me out. Think about me out too. That's why I got I need. I need closure. I think maybe we just talk about it every once in a while until we find out. Maybe we'll get big enough one day that someone will come up to us and be like, "That was me, dude." Yeah. That was, that's my dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, same. Other than that, we're still well, looking for a name to refer to our listeners of the podcast. We had, we've heard a lot of good suggestions. You know, the kind of sortas. You know, stuff along that vein. I don't know. What do you guys want to be called? Yeah, we also need ideas for like, we're trying to do merch. We've got some of our own ideas, but something for you guys would be, from you guys would be cool. Like, what would you guys like to see? Do you want shirts? Do you want hats? What do you want on those? You know, is there a thing that you would for sure buy or like something that you think is a great idea? Hit us up. Let us know. Uh, Cause 
uh, we need to make some money on this. Yeah. If you guys got a product you want to hawk, let's make a deal. We can do a commercial for you. We're good at commercial, probably. Let's find out. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, you, we've both been, you've been in a Coors Light commercial. That's we've true. both been in a Choctaw Casino commercial. Yeah. I mean, I almost got kicked off of it, but that's because I was hungover as fuck. Yeah. So. Let's, I, put that, let's put that in our show notes. We can talk about being in commercials next week. Oh, good idea. I like that. that there's some good stories that come with that for sure. Yeah. Uh, that aside, we love it when you guys come up and talk to us about the podcast at the show. We're tired of talking about the music. We've been talking about the music for eight years. But, uh, you know, like I said, we've said, I've mentioned this many times already. A guy came up to me last night, and we just talked about the podcast for like 30 minutes. And I was like, that's a guy I want to talk to because he was talking about cool stuff. Yeah, I told him uh, he came up to me separately, and he talked to me. Uh, I was talking to him, and I was like, oh, the next one we're doing is about wrestling. He's like, oh, I can't fucking wait. And he was wearing a Vandaliers jersey, which is that's a hardcore fan purchase right there. Yeah. Uh, I, so, yeah, that was really great. It was super nice to meet him and talk talk to him, and uh, I, we love it. Yeah. Come, keep, keep doing that, guys. And if you want to find where to do that, where we're going to be is at Vandaliers.com backslash shows. We're in Texas and Oklahoma the rest of May. Then uh, June, we're on a big tour, yeah. headlining tour, West Coast. We've got friends opening select dates. Then home for July, August, we go on a big seven-week run. Uh, we're about to announce it. Maybe by the next show, we'll have uh, details that we're, that we're allowed to say, but giant coast-to-coast, full-country run opening for a really big band that we're really excited to uh, talk about so stay tuned for that but all the other shows can be found at vandaliers.com backslash shows man i think uh just want to thank you guys for listening always uh we really appreciate y'all um you know we wouldn't do this if it wasn't fun for us and if we didn't get a little bit of feedback knowing that you guys think it's fun we love getting messages in the dms text messages seeing you guys at shows please do not hesitate to Talk to us. Let us know what you think, what we can do better, what we do good, you know, whatever. Uh, we love it, and yeah. we love you guys. We wouldn't yeah. do this otherwise. Our old station that we worked at had a, a chat room feature, so there would be chat rooms happening during our show, which is great. But now that's gone, and we miss that. So we need feedback. We like hearing from you guys. It's super fun. Hit us up. Any social media, email at forever at vandaliers.com. Any way you can reach out, we have it. Yeah, I think, Corey, I think it's time to go play a show. Oh, shit. We got to go. I just hear our walk-up music starting. (laughs) Let's go.